Hello, it's your good buddy Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our sponsors known as the uh, NerdBlock. Now, how do you get to NerdBlock? How we can get some stuff from NerdBlock? Well, this is what you do. You go to any one of the 4i Radio Facebook pages and you click on the Sign Up or Shop Now button at the top of that Facebook page. Boom, it will bring you to NerdBlock. Now, NerdBlock is a monthly subscription block that you get every month. You pay a fee, you use those links, we get a little kickback. Now, I know what you think. It's like, which one should I go for? I don't know what I like, Steve-O. What do I like? Well, I'm going to tell you. You got NerdBlock, which is everything that nerds need. It's nerdgasm up the wazoo, okay? Then you got Horror Block. So all you horror movie fans out there, everything that's horror, gory, bloody, disgusting, boom, it is in that block for you. Then you also have Arcade Block, one of my personal favorites for video games. I mean, right now I'm dropping down to the track of Chrono Trigger, one of my all-time favorite video games. Yeah, Arcade Blocks has everything. And with all these blocks, you get a... Oh, yeah, and there's Comic Block for comic book fans and Sci-Fi Block if you're into Doctor Who. Like, there's so many different blocks. So go ahead, click on any one of our Facebook pages. You can go to Life is Shit. You can go to Arcade Bros. You could go to uh, Not Another Bee Horror Cast. I mean, you can go to the uh, Socially Awkward uh, show. Uh, Facebook page. Click on that shop now, sign up button, boom, brings you to the nerd block that you want. We get a little bit of a kickback, and you get this birthday present like every month, dude. So come on. If you're not going to believe me, you're not going to trust anybody. You got to trust Steve. Steve O. Steve O knows, and Steve O shows you on my Instagram what all cool shit you could be getting every month. So check out our sponsor, Nerd Block. Hello, this is Steve-O from Life is Shit, and you're listening to a brand new production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And this is going to be probably a lot longer episode than usual, um, just because we missed last week due to um, <clears throat> holidays and everything like that, and also all the other holidays coming here. And the scarcity, I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, it is. Scarcity of lack of holiday horror movies streaming um, has been a yeah. big, big problem. Uh, for us to find some stuff to do. So uh, we're going to give you probably two holiday films this year. Uh, I am going to talk about one holiday film that is in the show notes um, that everyone should uh, definitely check out. I'm going to try to find a copy of it because I do want to watch it and review it. But uh, I think the next uh, holiday movie we do is going to be Jack Frost 2. And then we'll probably just have another, then we'll have probably like a holiday episode where we'll just talk about Probably just talk about some horror movies during the holiday seasons, what to watch. Maybe I'll put together like a top five list of my recommendations or my favorite horror holiday movies, and Anna can do one as well. Um, and then uh, just probably show notes and, you know, <laughs> random stuff for your your holiday. Because I think uh, the one episode will ha- – actually, that will probably be next week is our holiday episode, and then we'll have one more. Uh, I don't know. 
I'll have to figure it out. I'm looking at the calendar like, uh, okay. But anyways, without further ado, welcome to the Be Horrorcast. Of course, you can find us at Be Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash notanotherbehorrorcast. If you have any horror news or anything you would like to talk with us about or even your own uh, listener stories, quote-unquote listener stories or spooky stories or something, whatever we want to call them, you can go to uh, not another be horrorcast at gmail.com uh, and email us and we'll go ahead and check those out and read those on the air if you ever get that to us uh we also have a big big stuff coming up in 2017 <clears throat> uh we're gonna have two guests coming on uh telling us about their experience with uh, jerome in uh the next year and also i think ann and i will be taking a trip um i'm trying to remember where it's at but it is at a hotel that is presumably haunted so we're hopefully going to get uh, more stuff like that going next year i think it's in new york that's what i wanted to say but when i mentioned it to the people who were setting it up they were all like i don't think it's in new york so Ugh. i don't know um but anyways without further ado the holidays <laughs> and everything coming up anna yeah how was your week was or two t- weeks i should say not too bad. Um, sorry, excuse me if I'm sniffing throughout all this. I'm, I'm having like an allergy attack. Anna There's... got addicted to Coke, uh, Coca-Cola, so. <laughs> um, sure, I'll go with that. Uh, she was all like, the bears! Because um, <laughs> they're out in full force uh, this season. Well, yeah, polar bears are white, so it kind of makes sense. Well, that's, and... Powder. Anyways. Um... I was going more to the fact that they're on the Coca-Cola cans, but okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, never mind. No, you're good. I was making a link between Coke and Coca-Cola. Anna, Anna what have I told you? I've never made links about anything in my entire <laughs> life when it comes to my podcast. Yeah, good point. Um, Well, except for like links that you click on. But that's, uh, uh, okay. uh, Should we anyways. just call this bad joke? Uh, yes. This, is this episode in, yes. intentional? Shitty jokes. <laughs> no, I was going to say intentional puns. Ooh. Oh no! Yeah, I, want... I don't know why people hate puns so much. Ah, uh, now I kind of want that to be a podcast. Intentional puns. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That will go with one of my many catalogs of. <laughs> I think I think next year I'm just going to release a vinyl album of the best of Steve, and it's just going to be no, it'll be the best of Steve, Plan Steve, and it'll just be a bunch of podcasts that I claim I'm going to make but never do. Or movies. You do a lot of movies too. Yeah. Anyways, back to <clears throat> back to your week. Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't really, um, I, uh... Well, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll jumpstart your memory. <laughs> Christmas shopping, how's that going for you? Yeah, it's done. No, wait, I have one more gift. But other than that, everything's done. No, wait, no, I have three more gifts. I forgot about two people. Uh, um, <laughs> no, they're not important. Yeah, they're slightly important. Is that, uh, your two friends? Yeah. 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 And then the other thing is my nephew. So your nephew. Does he yeah. want an Affleck duck? Um, no, I think he's no. good on the stuffed animals because okay. he's got a shit ton. Um, but yeah, other than that, not too much. Just sort of hung out and worked and read a book. Well, two books in the space of four days. I really need to slow down. Because... No, you don't. I actually might just start. Oh, you know what? Mm. You, um, I wonder if you could make. You could possibly make money off of that. Um, if you hit up probably maybe high schoolers and or um, college kids of actual <laughs> books that they have to read. Write their book reports. No, for them? don't even write it for uh, them. But read the book for them and then just mark down like provide a summary. Just let them like yeah, give them the cliff notes. Be like, this is what happens. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. You probably get some cash for that. There are people who do outsource their homework to people in college, especially. There's one kid I know. Actually, yeah, there is a kid I know. We I've had him on socially awkward. He was telling me about that a while back. 
uh, he was actually doing, he's like, I'm doing homework. I'm like, I thought you graduated. He's like, actually, I'm getting paid for it. There's a bunch of like, he's like these trust fund kids huh. that go to college and stuff like that and don't want to do any work. They just want to party. They were giving him money to do his homework with stuff. So they basically would find people be like, hey, do you know the subject? And then just send him over the work. They would go ahead and do it and then send it back. And they get like, he was making pretty good money doing it. So. Dang. Well, I wouldn't really, I don't know if I necessarily do that. But I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind like helping people out with like grammar and stuff. Because I know that's a huge issue. Actually, I always said, with, like, I think you should have been, you should, yeah, you should look into uh, tutoring and uh, maybe you should become a teacher, I think. I don't know if I have the patience. <laughs> I feel like after about like. Maybe 20 minutes, I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck you all. You're fucking retarded and just storm out of the room. I don't know. You retarded. deal with a lot of retarded people at work, so I think you can true. maybe. And least, I did work in a call center at one point. I was, so. was going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, dealing with a bunch of retards <laughs> at work, at least with kids, you're like, well, they're young. They don't know any better. So you kind of can give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> That's more true. than the people who be like, you're how old and you think this is how the world works? Huh. That is true. <laughs> let me show you the Middle East and let's uh, see <laughs> let's how Let's talk fare. about that and see how you do yeah um Um. but yeah other than that just like i read the two books in four days and i'm reading it with a friend of mine like reading the same book and so she i think is probably like maybe like i would say probably like chapter 10 or 11 in the first book and i'm like trying to urge her to read faster so then i can like start on books three and four so yeah i i don't know i might have to look into like the books on tape because i keep getting like i'll get a book every once in a blue moon and then i read some of it and then i just stop i mean i technically still have a book that i started probably back in 2009 that i haven't even finished yeah i uh there's books that are on the public domain that you can find for free, or you could also get Audible. It's a little more expensive. I think it's somewhere between the price of an actual book no, and the price yeah, of yeah, a Kindle yeah. book. We, well, yeah, so. no, I, I remember Audible. Um, we used to have them as a sponsor um, hmm. back when well, we first started. But, um, yeah, and you can, uh, well, you can always do that and then, you know, buy it on Amazon.com. Well, the problem is, is most of the books that I read, I like reading stuff about some history like certain parts of history that i enjoy like i have like a i think it's called washington secret six oh and it's a book about like his um you know the revolution every war um during that time with the six spies that he sent out all this other kind of stuff there's maps and stuff wait i didn't know about this yeah i heard about it a while ago on a podcast adam carolla's podcast they had the guy who actually helped write it oh, on cool. it and it sounded very interesting because that basically that's why was it like the assassin's creed 3 game was really up my alley because it took place and i don't know for some reason i like american history stuff i do like other history and things like that but i don't know i think it's weird that i enjoy <clears throat> stuff about history but Usually I get a lot of biographies or books written about stuff. Like I have the Kevin Smith book right now. I have a book by Jay Moore, uh, Gasping for Airtime, which talks about his time at SNL and stuff like that, and all the stuff they had to go through during uh, his run when he was there. So like all that kind of stuff in comedians. Like I still want to get like some Adam Carollas. Yeah, I was going to say, working at SNL probably was really rough. Oh, it's crazy. Some of the stories they said, like, I mean, basically it's like you have to – you have to come up with a lot of... We're jumping early topics right now, but like I said, it is going to be a long show, kids, so buckle up. <laughs> um, like, he was talking about, like, how the fact that it's, like, you have a week pretty much to prepare. Like, you have to write your... Like, literally, Saturday happens, you film it, you're done. Next day, you're back in the office. Uh, not I wouldn't say the next day because it's Sunday. I think that would be, like, their only day off, maybe, but then you're literally in the office from, you Monday know, through Friday, you're just Monday preparing. through Friday, but it's not even, like, normal hours. You're there, like, at night, you're there... Um, 
doing stuff and it's like you're putting together sketches and you don't know even if the sketches is going to get greenlit uh your sketch could even get greenlit but then by the time saturday night live finally hits they'll either they'll either or... could cut it or shorten it and stuff like that and it's like you always have to pitch an idea to the host because uh, they have the guest host come in and then you're like oh i have this idea that i want to do this and like it's it's just kind of crazy to hear all that kind of stuff and it's like you're constantly just non-stop just I'm sure it's really difficult on your confidence, too, because, like, if you just constantly have people shooting down your ideas, you're just like, well, aww. Well, it was really funny, because Jay Moore was talking about it. I think it was, I think it was with Norm MacDonald and that cast, like Adam Sandler, uh-huh. Chris Farley. So there's actually a story in there that I got to where Chris Farley, they paid him, like, 20 bucks to shit out one of the windows. They, <laughs> shit, and they did want him to shit in a trash can. It's quite amusing. Uh, so he just literally had his bare ass hanging out like one of the you know se- like on the Rockefeller Center's like building like I forget what story but him just shitting out the side of it. Damn. Um, <clears throat> because literally you just go batshit stir fucking crazy. Yeah. We do this stuff. He's talked about Norm Macdonald would always pitch like an idea that every fucking week just because he he didn't he either didn't come up with anything or he's just like this would never get picked up. Um, and I forget, like, one actor was all like, I kind of like that idea. And Norm was like, shit. Like, <laughs> it never got, like, I think that. But it's stories like that that I find kind of amusing, like, stuff you never really hear. Um, so those are a lot of books <clears throat> that I do like to kind of read. Uh, my week, uh, <clears throat> on the other hand, or my last two weeks, um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to really try to bitch and complain. I might just save it for my sister's show. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's been pretty, I've just been, it's just Rough. been shitty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a lot of bad shit just keeps happening and it just keeps piling on. So, so, but if you do want to help out the network in any course during the holiday season, of course, when this drops, you still have kind of a week. Yeah. You pretty much have like a less than a week before Christmas. Um, <clears throat> When uh, you listen to this, but you can go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Uh, you go ahead and find all your stuff. I mean, I ended up ordering some stuff on Monday. It's getting here Friday, so uh, shipping has been working out pretty fast. Of course, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, things will ship for free. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully you get stuff in before the holiday season. Everybody gets their stuff. Um, yeah. And I want to say like most places, unless it's like through a third party, like most things on Amazon are shipping for free right now anyways. Yeah. So, and also like, I, like the majority of my stuff, like either shipped within two day, like had the free two day shipping, uh, like one or two of them had free like next day shipping. And then like the rest of them were just like free four to five day shipping, which you could still get in time for Christmas. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's a lots of good stuff to do. And you can also find out if, in case you don't want to get, you want to get somebody personal, something personal. Maybe you don't want to go to Amazon. Maybe you don't want to, maybe they haven't given you something, but you know, they like uh, artwork and they like a mashup of stuff. If you want to do that, you can go to revenge lover designs, illustrates the designs of future personalities for samples and inquiries. Please visit revengelover.com And I believe I should probably get the script from Eric, even though, I said this like last week on an episode or whatnot. Um, but I think if you mention the 4i radio network or any of the shows on the 4i radio network, you will get 10% off your first uh, commission. So go ahead and check that out. I um, really need to get something from her. Well, I, really cool. I've already talked. Uh, I need to talk to her, but I, I plan on uh, actually Eric outsourced uh, his new logo for the new show he's doing with his sis- uh, sister, his daughter. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, she's actually a big fan of a girl that we've had on the show and has done a bunch of podcasts, Val. Um, she uh, has a really cool uh, comic book. Uh, I believe it's called Kick Girl, www.kickgirl.com. Go to that, check her stuff out. She does a lot of cool artwork. And stuff. Actually, I have a couple of pieces. Actually, that's the Doctor Who thing you have. Yeah. It's by her. Um, but he went ahead and got a commission for their new logo, for their new show. Looked pretty, came out pretty great. So I know Raven, I talked to her. Patrick and I need a new logo. These are, Basically, we want a new logo just so we can put new stuff on cups. 
Um, I'm debating on upgrading the uh, to an actual good artist for our logo, um, <laughs> and maybe updating other logos that are out there um, and whatnot on the 4i Radio Network. So yeah, so you can already see a couple of one of her pieces. Of course, go to her website. You can also check that. But yeah, duh, definitely check that out. Um, <clears throat> So I guess without further ado, we can jump into some of the <laughs> show notes uh, we have going on uh, this week and everything like that. There's actually something, uh, I'll bring this up as well, but apparently there's a festival, I believe, in Germany, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that will kick off our eerie uh, news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. That's right. Eerie News of the Week. So, of course, during the holiday season, there's a huge festival that's coming up, <clears throat> or that has happened, or is happening. It's like, a, usually, I believe it's a week-long event. Uh, I think it happens right before, basically, Christmas, um, with Santa Claus and stuff like that. But before Christmas, of course, what comes out is Krampus uh, decides to have his own cool festival. Um, we don't have this stuff in America, because everybody's like, everything offends everybody. Um, I'm offended by that statement. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt now. Everything offends everybody. Dot dot dot. I'm offended by this statement. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a video we'll post. Uh, there's an article on this. But basically, yeah. So this happens, I believe. Yeah, it starts on December 5th. The festival is held, um, and it's just terrorized by a bunch of people in these cool Krampus outfits. Um, all these cool kinds of um, you know festival people walking the streets, kids, children, adults alike, all just. Uh, checking out. I'm trying to remember where this thing is. Oh, this is in Austria. Oh, and um, speaking of artistry, like some of the masks that pe these people have are freaking incredible. Yeah, it's really kind of cool to see a bunch of people's different. It's like, kind of like a cool like Christmas um, cosplay where people kind of take their own renditions of you know Krampus and stuff like that. And actually, by the time you guys are listening to this, when the show drops, I believe in Arizona, uh, there's a festival on the 13th floor that. Um, <clears throat> Oh, hold on, give us a quick sec, kids. We are getting some background noise. And we are back. Sorry about that. I had my window open trying to cool down the apartment. Uh, so I apologize if there's a huge background noise. The air conditioning's on right now. Uh, but yeah, I have these little fucking shits. Um, if people follow me throughout the podcast, you probably heard about these little shits. Again, actually, no, I don't think I talked about it on the podcast yet. So we're gonna. Speaking of Krampus, this is how I'm gonna tie everything in. Oh, perfect. Uh, speaking of Krampus, we really do need a Krampus because this little fucking shithead in my fucking apartment complex needs a fucking ass whooping. And I know his parents won't give it to him because the mom works all the time, and I'm pretty sure the dad's unemployed. Um, but yeah, this little fucking shit. One night I was leaving, and the assholes and his group of assholes. Um, Decided, oh, let's throw a bunch of fucking rocks on top of uh, the uh, parking, you know, structure thing. And a bunch of them bounced off and hit my fucking car. And then they took off running. And I literally just was like, I know where you fucking live. Like, how fucking retarded are you? So <laughs> I'm basically playing the long gun. They were just outside in front of, like, the no parking sign, dancing on it like a fucking stripper. Now, this is a male. I'm not, this isn't a female. The male is dancing like a fucking stripper. This little male boy uh, is dancing like a fucking stripper. Um, so, yes, okay, that's your job you're going to take in life, fine. You're not going to get paid much because you're male. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to be that attractive when he grows up either. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kind of hoping, and I know what people are going to say, Steve, that's horrible and stuff like that, but listen, I had a rough week, and I do not have my Prop 205 because that's fucking crapped out on me right now, so I've been really fucking distressing, and I didn't realize how much that shit mellowed me out. But, yeah, that kid, uh, it's basically like the Adam Sandler movie, uh, Billy Madison, 
where O'Doyle rules uh, when he goes, I have a feeling your whole family's going down, but I got other stuff to do right now. So I, have a, I just can just imagine their entire fucking family in a car just like hitting a banana peel, flying off into a ditch or something like that. So yeah. His, Is his, it bad that at this point I kind of hope that he gets... Uh, kidnapped and molested wow um <laughs> i wasn't gonna go that far no um, i will i uh, yeah um but yeah so anyway so yeah but, but yeah we need uh we need krampus more than ever but what i was saying so there's that cool festival that probably already passed and everything that because we are way behind because we missed like a bunch of weeks but um speaking of which this weekend on the 13th floor is a place i believe in downtown phoenix uh they usually do haunted houses they're actually doing this weekend i believe the 20 the 16th through the 17th um, I don't know if it's, like, until Christmas or whatnot, but it starts. But they're doing a Krampus, um, a Krampus, uh, kind of, like, haunted house thing for the holidays, basically based on the Universal Picture Krampus. I so, so, it, so it has a bunch of those kind of things. I don't know if you want to go, though. Why? Because of the jack-in-the-box thing you know is going to be there. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And you know what? It's the... worth it for Krampus. I will stick it out for Krampus. So, but yeah, so definitely check that out. But yeah, we'll definitely post this article. If you're listening to it now, it should be on the Facebook page. So definitely check it out. There's a cool video of checking out all the cool stuff. Um, I am going to skip this because I butchered it. So we're not talking about that. Well, I'll come back to it. I might just post it on the Facebook page. Um, this one is kind of interesting, and then I and I know you have a story. This is actually what I got from Bizarre States. Um, they posted this, and they probably are going to talk. Oh, they already talked about it, but I wouldn't know because I can't listen to fucking podcasts at work anymore now, which is really just hurting everything about my fucking job. I need a new job. I need to travel. I just want to travel and get paid for doing this. I just want a podcast. But apparently there's a Texas family seeking to solve a 42-year-long mystery. Um, So apparently the girl, um, uh, they have a thing for her right now. Uh, This is Lisa's photo. is shown aged uh, progress to the age 53, um, or 53 years. Uh, she was last seen in uh, in the company of Julie uh, Morris and Mary Trilas. Trilas? I don't I even don't know. know. <laughs> uh, but Julie photos standards in age progression to 49 years, and Mary's photos is age to progress of 57 years. Uh, they were last seen at, um, let's see, a, a shopping center on December 23rd, 1974. Uh, Lisa has a scar on her inner thigh, and Julie has a small scar on her left eye, a scar in the middle of the forehead, and a scar on her left calf. Uh, Mary has a chipped, uh, un- a chipped underbite, front tooth, and small scars on her chin. So um, this is just a description of the sub. We'll definitely post this on the Facebook page. But, <clears throat> but yeah, the missing person posted uh, who disappeared from Fort Worth, Texas shopping mall in 1974. Um, apparently after the girls were reported missing, police found, uh, Arnold's car in the mall parking lot. They didn't find fingerprints on the car. Uh, it was first found. Oh, great. Is this an ad that's going to start now? I like what I'm reading. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So this kind of ties into your story, uh, which I know you'll talk about, but right when you're talking about missing people and families want to come together, Microsoft decided to be all like, Hey, holiday season, bring the family together. It's all like, my family's gone. <laughs> Thank you for showing this to me. Damn. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they didn't, uh, they didn't find fingerprints. Uh, they, uh, they treated them as a runaway in the first rear. My sister did not run away, Rusty Arnold told. Uh, KXS, I can't even read tonight. KXAS TV in Dallas. Um, so, yeah, so I guess they're still 
checking this out uh, in hopes of finding Everson in, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, Rusty, Rusty Arnold says that they're, with the help of the Texas uh, uh, search, he was able to locate several vehicles deep in the downwater of Longhorn Park in Fort Worth, Texas. He's hoping to find evidence in Benbrook Lake leading to his sister's killer. So I'm guessing, did they find a body at some point? I don't know. I don't think they found the body. I yeah, I'm the reading this. just convinced that she was killed. Okay, yeah, because I'm reading this. I'm like, this. I'm going to be honest. This is a really poorly put together um, fucking article. Yeah, and it's um, really vague. Yeah, it is very vague. So I just thought it was interesting that, like, <clears throat> certain cases, um, you know. Yeah, 42 years later, it's still going on. Uh, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, so thank you, Bizarre States, the better podcast. Um... <laughs> For probably they probably described it like ten times better than I ever will. Um, and then you found a story right before we started the show, so we'll end it up with this with eerie news of the week, and then we'll jump into our horror movie news. So um, you do have to talk about your thing as well as it just happened to me. So uh, with this story, but go ahead, Anna. Um. Oh, so it's literally I was just looking through Facebook, and I it was one of those clickbait ads where you click on it and. Uh, like, it's just sort of like, oh, stories from, you know, this thing or, you know, this happened with, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I searched and it was like stories that first responders have. And the first paragraph that I pulled up was really short, but really disturbing. So it literally just, uh, let me pull it up one or the, pull up the picture of it at least one second here. All right, so... One, the story that the first responder said, had literally says, Six-year-old lady saying her feet felt like Rice Krispies. Shoes came off, maggots and rotted feet. Which is disgusting. But then, right underneath it, there's an advertisement that says, Treat yourself to holiday fun. And it's an advertisement for Rice Krispies. <laughs> I was like... Perfect timing. You guys so the, could have not done that any better. So the only thing I can think of is like, uh, well, we, I want to know more about this article because I, I have a couple of questions to ask and stuff like that. But I think it's just kind of funny that I think like advertisements probably now is just picking up keywords in the article and then trying to map it for the like thing. So like right off the bat, you're like, oh my god, this is horrible, and it's like Rice Krispies. I'm like. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to eat that right now. Yeah, now um, it's just like, yeah, no, because now I'm just going to think of old, okay, rotted so, feet. Okay, so I'm going to ask a couple of questions. Hopefully you can answer them or they're in the article and stuff like that. Like, okay, obviously I'm going to I'm gonna assume that she is not taking her shoes off for quite some time or did she just put them on today, that day and she was like, what the hell? Like, that, yeah. like, how do you not know? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, how do you – like, how, how can you go so long – Without, number one, taking your shoes off, and number two, without realizing that your feet are rotting. Yeah, like... While I, you're living. Like, don't don't you wash your feet when you take a shower? Like, yeah. it's something, like, I wash my entire body, like, you know, it's it's something you do and everything like that. And then, yeah, it's like, I, use, I don't go to bed with my shoes on. Um, it's very rare if I go to bed with socks on, um, you know, so it's like, I kind of, you know... Like, I understand if you might have an effect, but, like, even that, like, if you have an infection, I mean, like, you can notice something, and I'm not just saying for feet in general, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, you'll notice, like, oh, I have, like, a, oh, there's a scar on my, like, okay, prime example. Mm-hmm. Toby, I gave him treats the other day, he accidentally bit me, actually broke the skin on my thumb, and I have a little cut here and stuff like that, but I, I keep, I, like, I keep, I can see it every day, and I can see, oh, it's healing. 
you know, kind of thing. Like I can, I could kind of see if it wasn't, yeah, or if it was getting infected or something like that. But I can, I can notice that it's, it's a part of me. It's, it's on me. So I kind of, you know, you, you, you kind of go, oh, I, I might need to have this looked at, you know, <laughs> right? Um, like how do you just like you just go through life like, oh, whatever. All right, I'm crackalacking right now. Is what I'm doing. That's my new dance move. It's the crackalack. Yeah, but uh, I can't find the actual like if there. I don't see any like actual news stories related to uh, okay. it. Okay. But which I was really hoping there was. But like honestly, like how poor, how much or how poorly are you taking care of yourself that you don't realize that your feet are rotting? Well, okay, I think it goes down to the assumption where I always ask the question, like you know, when people get to a certain um, you know weight. Oh yeah, that's uh, like true. where, where, what part of your life? Like, I understand if like you have a condition. Like, I know there's some people who uh, I forget what the condition is called, but it's like you, your body doesn't register that it's full. Uh-huh. Like, so you keep eating, you keep packing on the pounds, you know, and stuff like that, because it is a dis- I mean, remember watching a, a news story about a girl, a little girl like that, and they would have to literally lock the fridge because she would be constantly, like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, but it's like, no, you're not, you know, kind of thing. In you fact, just I th- don't realize that you're not. Hungry yeah, you're. Because- in fact, I think that my cat's like that, but. <laughs> Well, I know dogs have that problem as well. Like, dogs don't know when to stop eating, so they'll just keep eating and eating and mm-hmm. eating and eating. Um, well, I don't think that's the case for all dogs, but I do know, like, it's a common problem with them, and that's why, like, a lot of times you have to measure out, like, dog's yeah. food and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely, I just don't know when you get to a certain <laughs> point where you just say, like, you're just like, fuck it, and you just don't care anymore. Yeah. And then you just kind of start hurting yourself. I mean, I guess it could be anything. I mean, you do that with people do that with depression all the time. So it's just just very bizarre for me, especially something like, especially like something like that. I just assume it's like you would always remove your shoes unless your shoes were just grafted to your um, unless it was like that movie uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball with the guy who had the spray on shoes and he never removed them or something like that. <laughs> but that was a cartoon, so yeah. I don't well, know. Well, the only other thing I could think of is that maybe it's like, because I know a lot of people, or not like a lot of people, but it is a like an actual medical condition where you don't feel pain. Mm. Um, so it could be that, or it could just be like she either had like gout or like some t- type, or maybe diabetes or something, like where it basically caused like the... Um, like the nerves in her feet to get damaged or something like that. But again, like you, you gotta know, like obviously she felt something since she said it felt like fucking rice crispy treats. So I was just must've been like, whenever she stepped, she must've been squishing like maggots right and left. Like you think that the, you like feel the liquid floating around in your shoes, like making your socks wet. Ugh. Uh, I'm making myself nauseous talking about this. But anyways. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap up the eerie news of the week. I do have one story that I did not talk about, but I will post it on the uh, uh, Facebook page. Facebook page um, just because it's a very long article. It's a very good read. It's actually by guys uh, who on a podcast I listen to called Tell Them Steve Dave. Um, definitely check it out because it's a very interesting read. And I actually would like to get a couple of people's opinions about it. So hopefully people will write in or request or whatnot and things like that. Um, and then if uh, we get a lot of people curious about this story, you know, tweet in and stuff like that, and we'll go ahead and we'll talk about it, uh, maybe get some people's views if they believe it, if they don't believe it, so, and everything like that. But the next story for our horror movie news is I'm going to let you take over for that one since you're a huge fan of these uh, movies. But before we dive into that, of course, we have a, we have a little jingle. It's time for horror news. 
So uh, horror movie news. So of course, Insidious Chapter Four yes. is uh, is coming out, and the actress, I believe her name is Lynn Shay. Mm -hmm. uh, she plays. I don't know who she plays. She plays the older woman who could actually go through and and, and now, of course, in the the Elise first Rainer. There we now, go. Now, of course, in the first movie, she ended up being spoiler alert. So we no, we have, we have not talked about Insidious on. We have not. We watched all the movies so far, but we've never done a review of them. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should do that for the next when this one's uh, coming out. Like do Ooh. a build up for it. Um, spoilers alert! If you haven't seen Insidious, any of the Insidious, I would I would uh, skip ahead. Skip like ahead. 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, skip ahead thirty seconds. Of course, her character does get killed off in the first one, but she is still in the other ones because her spirit's alive in the second one, and then the third one is actually a prequel. Yes. So, anyways, without further ado, so I guess she uh, talked to some people, um, some news reports and stuff of like that, talking about um, her character being back in the series and what Chapter Four has in store for us. Um, oh, uh, so it looks like it says uh, Ch Insidious Chapter Four is actually going to go back to Elise's beginnings. Uh, she says you meet Elise at a different, a very different point in her life. It takes place right after the end of Chapter Three when she walks off with Specs and Tucker. And they're starting their company's spectral sightings, and they are now living at her home. They're like her two bad sons. <laughs> um, so it starts in a very ha jovial, happy place, and it goes downhill from there. Uh, downhill meaning uphill, though. It's a fantastic story, and it took me back into what made Elise who she is. Uh, you meet my family, my mother, my father. We go back to my hometown, which is New Mexico, and that's where this takes place. And her quest is to find the bad guy that's been haunting her. Ooh. It's a really wonderful story. I think the fans will really, really enjoy it, and it's scary on levels they're not going to expect. So I got to say, like, I know I've said this many times before, but this is actually, like, one. this is in my top, or Insidious, the first one is in my top ten favorite horror movies just because, like, how, especially, like, if you don't know any, like, if you go in and don't know anything about the movie, mm -hmm. like, it's so bizarre, and it just takes this really weird turn just... Um. Out of nowhere. Yeah, no. I, they they did such a good job with this series just because I like the fact that they tried something new. Mm -hmm. It's something that I haven't really seen before. Because right when I think when you see the previews, if you watch any of the trailers of it, right off the bat you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a poltergeist. Yeah. But they go into such a different area, like with this whole different you know spectral realm and like how people can you know leave their bodies and get to this different plane and there's like all these other things that are out there and it's kind of a cool twist in fact it's like right when you read this this is actually kind of like insidious chapter three where the young girl in it again we're going to talk about these movies of the um like we'll, we'll do a review we've already watched them we'll probably rewatch them again and then we'll do like a you know like an like i said we'll probably do one before the movie this movie comes out We'll just do an entire month of Insidious yes. uh, stuff. But there's a part where literally like, this girl's life is going pretty well, and then basically something happens to her, and then everything just goes down fucking hill from there kind of thing. Yeah, it just now, completely goes to shit. It's so her. weird. So, like, the in the third one, the, the, the quote-unquote kind of demon or specter or whatever it was, to me it wasn't really that threatening. He was. He just seemed like he was. He was kind of creepy. He was just more of a nuisance than anything. A really. nuisance, everything that. But like every. But when she, the little, the girl was like taking over and doing shit. That was like the creepiest part in that movie to me. Well, I think the reason for that was like. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, like this woman has been dealing with this stuff like her entire life. Yeah. So like the the demon thing, 
like that's just every day for her. Well, I know that, so, but I, I which mean, which is why I think that they did that so fantastically is because it's literally like she has no idea who this old woman is that keeps bothering her, and it's it's like literally is scaring her like probably half to death. Um, wait, are we talking about the third one or the? This is in the third one. So in the third was it one, a woman? I thought it was a man. You don't find that out until Insidious Chapter No, 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 that's, cha- that's the first one. We're talking about Chapter 3, I thought. Chapter 3 Yeah, I know, takes... I'm saying you don't find out that the old woman is a man until Chapter 2. No, I was talking about the man who was taking over the girl. The man who was taking over the girl. So in the very first, in the third movie, there's the part where the, the, they live in this old, like, kind of apartment complex kind of building, like, a. Uh, uh, and there's like the girl who gets her legs broken after the car accident, and it's that weird, like creepy, like guy who can't like. I think they called him like coughing man or something like that because he had something problem with his breathing, uh, like he died. And then you find out that he was like this sadistic kind of like uh, serial killer. What you're, what we're talking about in the first one, there's the demon, and then there's like this old woman that's following Alman. I don't know the actor's name. Alman around his entire Patrick childhood. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is great that he's going to be in uh, Justice League, or not yeah. Justice League, uh, Aquaman movie. Yeah, that um, I'm super excited about. I wanted to bring that up as well. So, but well, anyways. But yeah, so yeah, and then in the second one, you find out about the old woman, that story, and you're like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, but they do go into the old woman in chapter three a little bit because like little she shows not... up, but like I felt like with like the old woman, like really like with. Uh, I totally forgot about like the, the the dude that had the lung problem. For some reason, I was thinking like it was the the red demon or whatever. No, no, no. The red demon was in the first one. Then there's the lung the lung problem guy was in the third one because uh-huh. basically like that story basically got her back into doing it. Yeah, that's uh, right. And then it because the 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 scene and the the thing with her, she opens the door like she turns around and then all of a sudden you just see the red demon's face. And then you're like, oh, that's where chapter one takes off, yeah, because uh, that was the thing with that. So yeah, no, the yeah, no, I, I, yeah, the third one was a completely different. Like this is everything before all that, and that was with that weird. That's what I'm saying. Like that guy, the weird, creepy guy who couldn't breathe. Like I didn't find him that threatening. I thought the most threatening, like the most creepiest about the thing. I mean, the the demon in the first one was just fucking creepy looking as fuck. Yeah. But then when you the second one, that's why I think I I, lo- I love the first one, but I think I like the second one more just because once you find out that twist about the old lady, you're like, that's fucked up, because it's all like, you're like, it's like, you kind of, like, you don't want to feel sorry for the person, but you kind of do, do, because of like, it's like, this wasn't his plan, like, his fucking mother fucked him up. Yeah. And that's what fucked him up throughout his entire life, so that's what, like I said, if if you're listening to this and we just spoiled shit for you, I mean, I highly recommend watching it, Um, it's still fucking... Yeah, it's definitely worth it still, and like, there's a huge twist that... Like, we won't even really... There's Well, there's a couple more twists that we're not going to go into, obviously. But um, but basically, you find out this huge twist at the end of the first one, and then the second one is just dealing with that twist. And I thought, like, the way they did it was fantastic. Um, but really, like, really the reason why I like the first one so much is because, number one, like, that was the first movie in a really long time that just straight scared me. Um number like i mean i've watched movies that were like disturbing and stuff and like even paranormal activity kind of freaked me out the fourth kind disturbed me on a different level i still haven't watched that i heard it's good though the fourth kind yeah, yeah. the fourth kind is with like the uh abduct- ad- 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 alien abductions yes it's alien abductions and it has owls in it and it has mila jovovich or however you say her name yeah the um, one thing that she wasn't doing with resident evil yeah the only time she didn't do Resident Evil or Fifth Element. 
Um, well, she only did, okay, she only did Fifth Element once. Yeah. Uh, it's the the only other thing that I've seen her do is just been. Um, Is there an evil? Thank you. I was like, <laughs> I thought you were going to help me out there. And I oh, no, I wasn't sure mind. if you're thinking of something else. No, that, that's the only so, other thing okay. that I've seen her in is the Resident Evils. Yeah, it's Resident Evil, Fifth Element, and Fourth Kind. That's all she's done ever. Um, <laughs> but no, so, uh, but the reason why I love the first one so much is because it's literally, like, it's a first movie that's actually, like, really scared me in a while. Second of all, like, the demon was intimidating as hell. Like, I mean, there's a, I have not seen a movie that portrayed a demon in a frightening manner uh, to the point where I was like, oh shit. And I actually got scared, uh, in a long time. I can't even think of a, another movie that like did it half as well as they did. Um, and then third of all, just like the astral projection itself, because literally like you're watching the movie and they're like, oh, okay, cool, you know, this the kid is, you know, in a coma or whatever. And then they're like, oh, no, he's astral projecting. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, it's just like this bizarre see, I would just See, at this point, I just called Doctor Strange. <laughs> right? Well, I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch was around back then. No, um, he was. He just wasn't well-known. Yeah, that's true. He and wasn't then, I, well I, then he could just jump in and be like, I'd like to bargain. I'd like to make a bargain with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. Um, spoilers. Um, but yeah, I just thought like the just the progression that the movie took, and this the the very final twist. You're just like, oh shit! Like, and just how the movie ended. The second it ended, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. And, like this was before like they even were in talks of making a second one, and so I was like flipping out. Oh um, man! But yeah, so yeah, uh, we'll definitely do an insidious like month when that movie's coming out, the fourth chapter, uh, which will probably work out because if we time it right. We might be able to do like an entire month of it and then uh, get them in order mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah, definitely check those movies out. Um, they're pretty, they're pretty enjoyable watches out of that. Um, this is interesting. This is actually came from Bloody Disgusting. Now I know I said I, we were going to throw it together our own kind of you know top five Christmas list mm-hmm. or whatnot. This went off of uh, Bloody Disgusting. They got a bunch of votes and stuff of like that. Now surprisingly, I'm looking at this list. Now we're going to talk about the top five, mm-hmm. but surprisingly, a couple of these movies we've uh, we have seen or have talked about. I might not agree with some of these ones, uh, especially with the movie we just watched mm-hmm. um because i feel like i think one of them should be moved up higher but okay so at, coming at number one of course i i would not see this any other way not being at the top but black christmas the original uh, the 1974 version mm-hmm. number two a classic of course we watched last year was gremlins uh number three krampus uh, number four was Silent Night, Deadly Night. Which I still haven't seen. I have not seen that one either. And, of course, number five is A Christmas Horror Story. Now, I don't agree with this one, just because on number seven is a movie that I want to see, which I finally found with the name, kids. Uh, no thanks to any of you guys actually tweeting and helping me out. <laughs> so, uh, lucky for me, you. somebody else on Facebook, uh, a different news story, found this movie that I did want to watch for um, the thing. But Rare Exports. Yeah. Uh, but going down the line, this is actually kind of funny, going down the line, movies we have seen, Jack Frost is, did make the list, uh, Santa's Sleigh, uh, P2. P2 did yeah. make the list, um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now, I was actually going to go through because there's some of these movies I don't know if I've seen or I have seen or whatnot, but... Uh, oh, wow, Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 all made it onto the list. Uh, there's also uh, To All a Good Night, and there's also Elves, uh, but yeah, so... Um, I do agree with some of the things on their top five. I don't know uh, a Christmas horror story because that is the movie we did watch for the review, which we will talk about at the end of the show. 
Um, it's a very interesting movie, uh, but we will get to that, kids, and I'll tell you uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, I just love it because of William Shatner. He's uh, the best part. Yeah, of I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. I was gonna get yeah. into that, but yeah. So then, other kind of little bit of horror movie news. Of course, Annabelle Two has a release date. It looks like it looks like it's going to be kicking off the fall horror season. I believe oh, next year. Oh, another Patrick Wilson movie. Oh, that's just right. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So props to him for finally get out and getting out of the horror genre and moving into comic books well, again. Well, he, well, again, well, that's the thing. Yeah. He's already in comic books. It's like he's like he has two genre: comic books and horror. So yeah. um, anything else you can't throw him in. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> let you take this article over real quick because I have to answer somebody else's little thing for. Their podcast tomorrow. Okay, go for it. So, uh, Annabelle 2, uh, looks like Warner Brothers is moving uh, the Lights Out director, David Sandberg, to uh, Annabelle 2, uh, which is the smash... I wouldn't call it a uh, smash hit, but The Conjuring. I would call it a hit, but not a smash hit. Um, it was originally supposed to come to theaters on May 19th of 2017. It will now come into theaters on August 18th. Uh, looks like we did get a teaser trailer, uh, which was recently released. It shows a little girl playing tea with the haunted doll. A woman walks in with a cross, obviously frightened, questioning Annabelle's presence. Uh, looks like they have a link for it below. So I'm sure we'll probably post, like, the... the um, if you really want the to look up the teaser trailer, you can find it online, or we might even post it to the Facebook page. Um... Let's see, um, looks like in Annabelle 2, several years after the tragic death of their little girl, a dollmaker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a shuttered orphanage into their home, soon becoming the target of the dollmaker's possessed creation, Annabelle. Um, it looks like it has a list of the uh, people who are in it. I don't really recognize any of these names. <laughs> Oh, except for, oh, Miranda Otto is in it, which she is, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Eowyn in Lord of the Rings. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah, I love Miranda Otto. She's great. Um, but other than that, yeah, it looks like we actually are getting Annabelle 2 on August 18th, which actually kind of bugs me since the first Annabelle was not historically accurate at all. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of, yeah. I mean, after, like, basically we watched that movie. I mean, we did we did have a... Um, episode about it. Episode about it and stuff like that. And it kind of sucked because after I heard the actual story and what actually happened, I was kind of like, that would have been a ten times better movie, I think. Um, this one I just felt was just kind of like, mm. uh, I didn't really yeah. find it too scary. I didn't really find it... I found it a lot cheesy at certain points. Uh, but again, if you want to check out that review, I... I think it was before we were naming episodes, so I'm going to just be like, maybe in episode 20-something, check all the 20s. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Go back just to the beginning. Just listen to all our yeah, podcasts. listen to all the podcasts. There's only 52. We've been doing it for a year. Yeah, um, you can get through that in about a month. Actually, less than a month, probably, if you listen to it at work. Um, so so um, this is actually cool. So this was actually dropped uh, last week. Uh, the Mummy had their first uh, trailer. Uh, this is to be the the first or second, if you include the Dracula Untold. Basically, of course, Universal is rebooting their monster universe. They're trying to do like an Avengers mashup at some point. Uh, this is actually interesting because Tom Cruise is in it. This will be released on June 9th, 2017. I did post this to the Facebook page, the trailer. I would say definitely check it out. It is very interesting that the fact that it's taking place in modern time and the Mummy is actually female. 
Oh, that is interesting. Um, side note, though, I do want to say, because uh, I mentioned Dracula Untold, mm-hmm. very good movie. I've never seen it. So. Actually, but. yeah, it's uh, it's um, I rather liked it because it shows a lot more of like Dracula's roots, and it portrays him less as like some creepy dude who just wants to suck blood, and more of like how he actually like came to be, and like basically, essentially, I would say it kind of shows like why he's so bitter against humanity in general. So I thought that they did a really good job with that. But anyways, going back to the mummy. Well, this is interesting. I didn't know this. I'm going to butcher her last name. But Sophia Boutella, uh, she was in The Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Star Trek Beyond. Now I'm curious if she was the one that played that alien chick in Star Trek Beyond that was all in blue. That was with working with uh, Scotty. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. So I really like that character, some of that. But yeah, the yeah. trailer, definitely check it out. The only problem I had with the trailer, and I like the design of the mummy and also the design of the uh, coffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem I had with the trailer is uh, Tom Cruise, you've been in a shit ton of movies. And you know how to act. And there's a part where he's screaming where the plane's going down, and it just sounds so fucking fake that I was all like, come on. Like, even the director should have been like, Tom, Tom, like, we know you can do better. You've done better. Yeah. You've like, proven yourself yeah. to do better. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, a lot of people were like, I, I know a lot of people were like, why do we need this? I'm like, don't get me wrong. I love the Brendan Fraser mummy. I, I really actually enjoy that movie. I think it's a really well done movie. Second movie, it was fun to see them all come back. But then at the end where you have this very crappy CGI rock, uh, <laughs> as the spy, uh, Scorpion King was kind of like, Ew. and then the third one was all like the one woman did not want to come back. Everybody else came back. And then having a brand new mummy was actually kind of cool. It was played by, uh, oh, shit, shit, shit. Was that Japanese actor? Uh, something Lee, something Lee, Jet Lee. I was about to be like Stanley. No, uh, Jet Lee right. uh, was a pretty cool thing, but some of that. But yeah, oh, no, cool. I I I, I kind of like this. I want to see where it goes. I like the fact that they're finally doing this kind of like in modern times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see that interesting kind of twist of that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, but definitely check out the trailer. It is on our Facebook page. Uh, I already talked about this, but the movie Rare Export is a movie that I was trying to find the name for. Um, asked people to the internet to help me and ended up finding uh, what the movie was called. So I'm going to track down a copy of that and hopefully try to watch it. Uh, I don't think we'll get it to it this Christmas, but hopefully next Christmas we'll be able to talk about Rare Export. Now you told me about this one. Um, I'm I'm okay with this. Um, it's been a long time. Don't get me wrong, the original uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Um, with uh, Rick Moranis, Steve Martin, just a, a fucking all-star cast. Um, the only thing I'm asking, the only thing I'm really asking is when you do Audrey 2, do not do CGI. Do a fucking puppet. Yeah, I agree. Do a fucking puppet. Because that puppet, like, at the very end when he comes walking into that... Um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a musical. The next one is going to be. Um, I don't know if it has... Oh, it says, in fact, as far back as in 2012, Joseph Gordon Leavitt was in talks to play Seymour, uh, the nerdy florist. Um, and it looks like the producer from Drive, Mark Platt, is going to be producing this one as well. Um, it's, it doesn't really tell me anything about the movie specifically, though. So I'm not sure. Sorry, I had to yell at the fucking cat going after the damn. Uh presence um <laughs> it yeah looks well, well, the the one the one uh the one uh news thing i heard about this so uh the guy who pretty much is producing and putting everything together for the dcw universe mm-hmm. uh he actually i believe is directing this mm. i don't know his name and whatnot but everything that but uh before we wrap up and get to our movie review this was actually kind of cool so a lot of people have been joining this cast 
Uh, we have a lot of stuff with the new Predator movie, a lot of people joining the cast of the Predator movie, and then now the new uh, Alien movie. But James Franco yes. is going to be now in Alien uh, Covenant. So that should be interesting. Um, I think that's interesting just because he's such a big-name character. I mean, I know, like, Sigourney Weaver and all that kind of stuff, but, like, technically she really wasn't that well-known until um, the alien movies came out and like was so popular well she did have her she did have her you know her summer because i believe alien uh, alien came out and she kind of broke up with that and then she was also in the ghostbusters you know franchise oh yeah that's true i mean she's done a lot of stuff and heck now she's coming back to tv well netflix tv but she's going to be the villain in the defenders now i mean sigourney weaver and then she was also yeah she's one she's the main villain uh i don't know who she's playing yet that is so cool. But um, she's going to be the main villain that the four uh, defenders have to go after. Oh, um, she's a fantastic. So villain. yeah, no, she's a fun, she's a fun person to be with, and some of that, and uh, all that good stuff. And of course, then she also had a little, you know, cameo in the Ghostbusters reboot movie, um, yeah. and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, this is kind of freaking cool. I mean, a, a thing I always point out with James Franco is I, uh, he's a, I think he's a great, uh, tremendous actor. Um, he, he, he takes some stuff and he. He just goes a different route with it sometimes, and it yeah. fucking works. Like I always say, a really good performance by him. Now, don't get me wrong, not the greatest, uh, not the greatest film in the series, Spider-Man That's Three. Yeah, um, Spider-Man Three, but uh, his performance in that, like, if you're gonna watch Spider-Man Three, literally watch his performance. When I rewatched it the one time, just his acting in certain parts, you're just like fucking genius. Yeah, like my um, one of my favorite parts is whenever he like has amnesia and he's literally sitting there painting a bowl of fruit. <laughs> it's like this so, so yeah. does not match with like anything that he would normally do as that character. And then, but again, I know you've brought this up before, but I'm bringing it up again. Bringing it up again. The scene in the diner. Yeah, no, that's just the f- freaking flip switch that he flips. It really, it really off. made me wish that they would have actually done a, a, a almost a bigger Green Goblin storyline with him and actually gave him like the face makeup. Yeah. And stuff like that to get like some stuff, but people do what they want to do and everything like that. But of course, the movie we watched this uh, week is on Netflix. You can check it out. It's called. Uh, they're calling it an instant Christmas classic. I would not agree with that, but a Christmas horror story <laughs> um, came, uh, came out this uh, or not came out. Uh, it came out in 2015, but it is available on Netflix. So if you want to give it a chance, um, not a bad movie. Not a, oh god, what the okay? You're gonna have to take over. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad movie, but it's what? not like a great movie either. It's sort of, um, it's I, I don't know. I kind of I keep flip flopping on it because there are good parts on it in it, but at the same time, like it's not the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Well, it's basically there's four stories going on at a time. I don't know. I think it's a full moon, and Toby's just going batshit crazy. He literally jumped on top of something that he's never jumped on top of before. Yeah, and I'm just like, that was weird. Sorry, so I'm like, I'm really like <laughs> trying to do the show, and I'm getting really distracted by this little shit that keeps running around. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a four part story arc. Like I thought it was going to be like a like one of those um, fuck, what are they those things called? Um, anthology. Anthology, where it's like kind of like almost like you know. Uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Uh, but Trick or Treat, I thought, did it in a very good way where every all the stories kind of intertwine with each other. But, yeah, and I thought, I like Trick or Treat because it's, like, it, all the stories intertwine, but at the same time, like, it's not like a, it's not like a... It didn't seem forced. Yeah, for one thing, it didn't seem forced. For another thing, it's not, like, it's, like, a lot of it is, like, cause and effect, but at the same time, like, it's not all, like, this. the timing is all different. 
Yeah. Like they'll pick out, they'll be like, okay, this story happened. And then, oh yeah, before this story happened, this other one happened. And so like, it kind of jumps around. Yeah. So there's like four stories. Uh, biggest surprise to me, the biggest, like, it's not even like a, um, like a spoiler or anything like that, uh, William Shatner's in it. Yeah. Uh, he plays a radio, uh, host and he's great <laughs> in it. And so that, and it's funny cause I see the studio and I'm like, I really want a studio like that. Um, he's great. He's funny. It's just so weird to see him in something like this. Cause I know he's William Shatner. He can kind of pick and choose what he wants to do. Yeah. So this was just a very unique, uh, cause honestly he's like the biggest person in it. Everybody else is kind of, I've never seen before. Uh, but yeah, there's like four different stories going on. They all kind of tie in together because they're all happening in the same area and the same town. And there's a lot of people who are included. Uh, they have a Krampus story, uh, which, which is, is which is okay. Well, I would say it's the best story out of the bunch. Really? Yeah. I thought the best story out of the bunch was the uh, the Santa Claus elf thing. Just oh, really? because, just because of the twist at the end. Even though I kind of called it. Yeah. Yeah, but that the, was But I did funny. enjoy, just to watch Santa Claus just beat the shit out of a bunch of little, like, freaking elves flip-flopping around and all this kind of crazy shit. That is true. Uh, that I was think pretty... the weakest story in this was, I'm trying to remember, there are four stories. The weakest story was the one with the fucking kids getting locked in the school. Yes. Uh, I thought that was dumb, and I could not care less about any of them. Yeah, every time um, I went back to that, I'm like, all right, back on my phone. Yeah, I was like, not not really impressed with it or whatnot. Um, yeah, so like I said, it's on Netflix. Definitely check it out. It is a pretty good, you know, Christmas forum, uh, you know, movie for you guys. Uh, very cool anthology. Uh, don't want to give too much away, but yeah, there is a Krampus story that ties in. Uh, the Santa Claus story, um, the weird kids story with the school, and there's something else I'm trying to remember. There was four. I know there was four. Um, let's see. So the kids in the kids, school. Krampus. Krampus. The oh the oh the other one the other one seemed like it was very pointless but the twist at the end was really cool the the uh the the troll the kid the 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 forest oh, the thing with yeah, the forest um, yeah yeah with would, the that was actually I really with the, liked what was that. it the chain changeling changeling, the, changeling yeah because that was it, what it was called yeah actually, that was probably my second favorite I wanted to talk about that actually yeah, because let's I thought talk about it was uh, very interesting because it actually it's pulling like this is a deep pull. Um, but it's pulling from fairy uh, yes. lore, which I thought was fascinating because, um, which actually they talked about this on the lore podcast a little bit, and I started researching it on my own, and like just it's like seriously deep cuts what they did with it, but it was so so interesting. So I guess in like the fae lore, with especially like in Scotland and Ireland and all that kind of like the Celtic areas and stuff, um, I guess the deal is. A lot of times, like, if a child was colicky or, like, moody or, you know, was, you know, cried a lot, um, they, a lot of, like, many times they thought that their child had been switched with a changeling, which is a fairy. Um, basically, it takes the child, they take the child and they replace the child with a changeling, which is, like, basically just literally causes mischief and harm and tries to, like, ruin the parents' lives as much as they can. Um... So it actually caused a lot of infant deaths mm. because people would either like leave the ba the child out in the woods overnight, hoping that the changelings would switch back with their kid, mm. or they would drown the quote unquote changeling, or so like just like all this crazy stuff. Like sometimes they burn them, like and it's just literally like if your kid was misbehaving, you could just be like, oh, changeling, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really, bizarre. so yeah, I would have to say like yeah. So that was my probably my favorite second uh, story in that one, but. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, rating system for this one? 
What do you want to give it? Elf brains. Elf brain. Oh, good. So uh, out of five, elf brains is what we'll we'll do our rating system on. But before we dive into that, we'll tell you what everybody else gave it. So surprisingly interesting. So uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-six. Uh, they really enjoyed it. Uh, audience did not. They gave it a forty-six. <laughs> uh, and then IMDb uh, gave a Christmas horror story. Uh, they gave it five point seven out of 10. yeah five point seven out of ten. Um, so Anna, yeah. uh, we'll go with uh, like probably your favorite, your your favorite story, your least favorite story, and uh, things that you thought were unique, and then your rating. Okay, well I'm still sticking with Krampus as my favorite story, just because I also just remembered uh, they have death in that story. Like, oh, that's right. The guy who played the Grim Reaper, Reaper in, Supernatural, in Supernatural. He's also like one of the council members in uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. No, you're fine. You and, keep uh, doing everything. I'll get him. But yeah, I freaking like he's a great actor, um, and I freaking love him. But yeah, he was a he did a really good job. Um, I think that that's my favorite storyline simply because obviously it's Krampus. So how could I not love it? Um, and then my least favorite story, like you said, was the freaking just the kids and the school. Yeah. I really could not give a it. It was it, like it started off cool, like the concept behind the murder and everything. That you're fine. He's just gonna keep doing this thing. He's not doing anything. I'm just keeping an eye on him, so don't worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah, I found that the weakest story out of the whole thing. I was just like, whatever, don't care. Um, I, I like the I like the elves going mad uh, just because it's funny to hear an elf go like fuck you Santa in this real small voice <laughs> and just watching funny. Santa kill a bunch of people. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the Krampus one. I don't think. Um, I I think I just I have a weird like my lore or how I feel Krampus should be portrayed um, is very different than I think other people have portrayed that creature. No, I agree. Um, but um, yeah, and then I just uh, I think William Shatner was great in the entire thing. He was just funny. Yeah, uh, even though he was a framing device, he was still probably the best part of the movie. He was the best movie. part of the movie. He's just great. Just some of the stuff and just like, well, I'm going to have my own eggnog. And... Yeah, and especially because he's like straight up drunk the entire time. And he's like, wait, what did you say? Yeah. Oh, well, screw you. Yeah. He just like keeps talking. Yeah, uh, he was very, very good in that one. So it was very kind of interesting. Uh, so Anna, what do you give a Christmas horror story uh, rating out of five elf brains? I would give it two and a half out of five. It would be two, but I gotta give a major props for the Changeling storyline. So that was pretty clever. Uh, mine's gonna be probably a two point five as well, and it only got that five because of the the uh, it got the two because of William Shatner. It got the yeah. five, the point five because of uh, Santa destroying a bunch, killing a bunch of elves, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, the only time I ever heard that was the night Santa went crazy by Weird Al. Really? Which, uh, yeah, now that I, I think about it. have to look that up. I haven't... I've never heard that. Uh, Are you going to play that uh, for us on the podcast and entertain us all with your Weird Al music? Yes. Uh, I love that be, guy. He's great. Uh, yeah, so that will be... Yeah, spoiler alerts. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Horrorcast. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like at uh, www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbeehorrorcast. If you have any stories or any news articles or anything you want to ask us or recommend to us and anything like that, not only can you do it on Twitter, uh, you can also go to www. Uh, the Facebook page and leave a comment, or you can go to notanotherbehorrorcast at gmail.com. Uh, Don't forget to also check out another one of our sponsors, Horror Block. You go to our Facebook page, click on that Shop Now Sign Up button, and you can subscribe to a subscription block. Uh, I believe this month they were doing a Gremlins uh, 
thing oh. that's going to be in it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's run out or whatnot, but uh, yeah, Gremlins is going to have a, a thing in there as well for different horror items and whatnot. I muted. Uh, so <laughs> go ahead and check that out. We get a little bit of kickback, and you guys get a cool little bit of a you know a birthday present like every month. Um, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I'm not sure what else I have to add. Anna, do you have anything you'd like to add or uh, recommend or say or whatnot? Um, no, I got nothing really. I mean, I would just say like I don't know. Have a happy new year or happy. No, Christmas. we're gonna have we're gonna have a couple of shows. Yeah. I mean we have we're gonna have one more episode right before Christmas hits and stuff like that. All right, so, well have um, a happy shopping spree, I guess, uh, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um and then I guess until next time, kitties. Carpe noctum. production of the 4i radio network for more great shows check out www.4iradio.com